We need to get on with it and never quit. It has to be wholehearted. It's all or nothing. You can't be half in a race. You have to remove whatever is hindering you. You remove it with God's help. Realize you can't do this alone. Number five, keep your eyes on Jesus. For the path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus. He's already run the race. He knows the direction. He knows where we're going. He's birthed faith within us and he leads us forward into faith's perfection. Or the other version, keep your eyes on Jesus who began, both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. So we need to go back to the basics of the faith. You're too complicated. You need to go back to Jesus. We need to return to our first love. Who was Jesus. You need to go back and see the goal in a new light. The goal isn't to finish the race. The goal is to become like Jesus. We need to regain the initial hope we started the race with. We all hope that it would be more than what it is right now. And we need to keep focused on the end result, exhilarating finish in and with God. So I think we need to go back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and rediscover Jesus, the real Jesus, the Bible Jesus, the rad radical revolutionary that we follow, the one who's already won his race and is guiding us as we run our race. Too many things in the church, in life, in your family, whatever, too many things have pushed Jesus to the sidelines. And we may have good stuff, but we don't have the best because Jesus is the best. And I think we need to return not only to our first love, but biblically, he should be our only love. So Revelation chapter 2. I know all that you've done for me. You've worked hard and you've persevered. I know that you don't tolerate evil. You've tested those who claim to be apostles, proved that they are not, for they were imposters. Also, know how I also know how you have bravely endured trials and persecutions because of my name, yet you have not become discouraged. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the passionate love, passionate love, passionate love you had for me at the beginning. Think about how far you have <coughs> fallen and repent. It's time to put Jesus back in first place. So to keep running hard in hard times, when life's pressures are hitting us, we need to go over the story again and again and again and again and again. The story should never get tiresome. We should read about Jesus and see how he did life, see how he did ministry, look at his life and his words item by item, the scripture said, see what he did when he faced hard times, when he faced opposition, how did he handle people who didn't accept the message listen to the words that he speaks because he speaks truth in love so that's what the scripture said consider carefully 
how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who oppose their own souls so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. So here are what I think are the pressures that help us to stop running and start feeling sorry for ourselves or at least take our eyes off Jesus. Life issues, that's work, family, friends, finances, personal issues, temptations, trials, tests, tribulations, spiritual issues, ready? The Bible no longer speaking to you. Jesus is no longer real and active in your life. Your prayer life is missing life. Telling other people about Jesus is no longer a reality. You don't love yourself. You don't really love others. The fourth thing that's hitting us all the time is society, because uh, it's constantly changing <laughs> and becoming more godless all the time. That's your media, your music, the morals. I mean, we even have a president of the United States who can't say anything truthful in two sentences. Second sentence is always a lie or a mistruth, or he misspoke. I like that new one. We didn't lie, we just misspoke. <laughs> Fifth thing is culture, and we're rapidly changing a culture. It's changing and moving away from God. It's not easy to be a believer anymore. You have generational challenges. The next generation doesn't like what you'd like. And then we have the world. And that's the wars that are going on, the terrorists, the sex trafficking, the child labor, the poverty. We have a nuclear arms race that's beginning again, which older people will know as a Cold War. All of these things can draw your attention away from the one thing that would solve all of these things, and that's Jesus. So it's time to carefully consider Jesus. Let me go down the points again. Number one, get on with it. Stop quitting. Don't walk. Don't crawl. Don't sit. It has to be all or nothing. There has to be some passion and enthusiasm, in other words. Remove whatever is hindering you, including the woundedness that you keep holding on to. Realize that you can't do this alone. And while you're doing it, simply keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen? Okay, there's a song I want you to listen to and watch. We're going to turn the lights out so you get it better. Thank you.
So if God is for us, why would we not run the race? And if you can watch that and not feel what that's trying to communicate, then check your spiritual pulse because you may have died and not recognized <laughs> it. <laughs> Honestly, there's something we need to grab hold of here and realize there's a race to be run. And if God is with us, who gives a damn who's against us? And many things will be against us. Amen? But God never promised us that it would be easy. He just promised he'd be with us. Okay. So I want us to sing that so it does come up again.
If your walk has stalled or you're walk, crawling or walking instead of running, tonight would be a good night to make a decision, to make a change and go back to your first love and start the run again. Amen? Don't, don't give up. There's life to be had <laughs> and victory. So, good. Any comments or questions?